Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. We are tickled to have you with us today. And hey, the topic we're going to talk about today is leaders are givers. And I'm super pumped up to have my great friend, Christy Keenbrock from Anderson Faith Ministries on our show today. And a side note before we get started, before she introduces herself, is one th- and, and I know all of our, all the listeners out there have heard about Sergeant Mantle and what we're about. And one thing that's, and this is not about Sergeant Mantle, this is about leadership and growth and how you can be a better leader and a better business owner and what you're doing in your day-to-day business. But one thing that's important for, for my business is that we partner with faith-based nonprofits. And Christy leads a great faith-based nonprofit right here in our town in Anderson. So, Christy, we're glad to have you with us today. Thanks for allowing me to be with you. Yep. Hey, so, Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the topic of our podcast today. All right. Well, my name is Christy King-Brock. I'm the Executive Director for Anderson Interfaith Ministries, and I have been blessed to have been with the ministry since its inception 28 years ago. Wow. Um, So it's been a lot of fun watching how God has taken a a small little grassroots organization and has grown it um, to being able to touch the lives of as many people as we are touching today, and we couldn't do that if it weren't for companies like Sergeant Metal that invest in the work that we do. Hmm. Oh, that's great. Hey, you want to tell us a little bit about your family? Sure. I'm married to Mike Brock, who is the owner of Blue Water Carpet Care. Um, between us, we have four children, um, Whitney, my daughter who lives in California, Spencer, my son, who's in Savannah, Georgia, uh, Meredith Brock, who's in Greenville, and Melissa Brock, who will be getting married the end of May, who is uh, graduating from Converse, so she lives in Spartanburg right now, uh, will be getting married and will be starting her master's at Emory in the fall. Okay. And hey, just for our listeners to, to lean in a little bit, you know, we're, as everyone may know, if you've listened to our podcast for a long time or if you're new, we're in Anderson, South Carolina. So a lot of the references that Christy's uh, mentioning are in our local area. So, but, but also she's got a daughter that's out in California. What part of California? Yeah, my daughter's in Santa Rosa, California. I just had my first grandchild, Oliver Jackson. So he's 3,000 miles away from me. Wow. Well, well congratulations <laughs> on, your, you. on your new grandchild. That's great. So, hey, so we're, let's, let's jump right in. So, again, the topic for today are leaders are givers. So what does our podcast title, Leaders Are Givers, mean to you, Christy? Well, as leaders, we have to set the example, and giving back to our community is very important. And as leaders, we should always want to try to lift others. Um, True leaders want all people to have opportunities and lift other people up. And so giving is so important because were it not for the investments and the gifts that come to our organization, we couldn't do the work that we do, and we do very important work. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you're able to do because leaders are givers. What are some of the programs that you may have in general terms? And, And one thing that I want our listeners to lean into is that no matter what part of the country you're in, we're giving you an example of our hometown in Anderson, South Carolina, but it may be, you may be in California, you could be in uh, Dallas, Texas, wherever you may be listening, that you can lean in and maybe be able to connect like we have connected you know, with you. Right. Well, AIM is an organization. Our mission is to provide support, resources, and education so people can become self-sufficient. Uh, we operate that 
mission on a continuum of services. So from basic need stabilization to that of equipping folks with the tools, the skills, the education and training they need um, to secure jobs that pay sustainable wages. Um, so we know that stabilizing people is important. Most of the people that come to us come in a crisis. And so our ultimate goal, of course, is to help people become self-sufficient. But we know that the first step in that is um, stabilizing them. You know, we have to feed that person first before we can help them understand financial wellness and provide them with educational opportunities. Um, so it's there's not another aim. We haven't found anything that's as comprehensive, but there are so many organizations within communities that do pieces of what AIM does. So there are food ministries. There are ministries that provide housing to homeless families, which is what some of the programs we do. We do financial literacy. So there are many organizations out there, CDI, CD, community development finance institutes um, that are providing services to the under-resourced folks in the community. Um, and our, our program that um, we're probably most recognized for is a program called Women and Children Succeeding. And we provide childcare and supportive services so mothers can go back to school, increase their educational capacity so that they can get jobs that pay sustainable wages. Um, this program was developed uh, out of, I had an opportunity to go to a conference in Houston, Texas. And it was uh, an interfaith ministry conference and it was called Seeing the World in Your Own Backyard. Now Tim, this was 28 years ago, probably 27 years ago. And I realized at that point the need for childcare um, because so many of those organizations were providing childcare so mothers could work. And I thought, wow, that's an awesome resource. But if we provide childcare so moms can work, we're only going to serve a few people because those moms are going to continue to need that service. What if we provide childcare so mothers can get an education? And once they get that education, then they can get a job so they can take care of their own childcare needs. So we're pulling people up one at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that leadership um, is so important to develop with all people. And I'll give you an example with our Women and Children Succeeding program. Uh, one of the requirements of that program is that for the money that we invest in the family, and it's based on a formula, but we calculate how much we've invested in that family each month, and we require those mothers to give back to the community. Mm. And um, at first it was kicking and screaming, you, you want me to what? I'm going to school full-time, I'm working part-time, I'm raising preschool children, and you mm -hmm. want me to volunteer? And we were like, figure it out, because mm -hmm. we wanted to teach them that life was not just about taking from your community, but about giving back. And what this did was, it took women who didn't have very much self-esteem and because they gave of themselves they realized they had value and this built upon themselves mm. and so I think that when you give it builds that leadership and that self-esteem in you um, because in 2011 the highlight of my career was Butch Hughes came to our community and started the 20 under 40 where they recognized the top 20 leaders under 40 years of age that very first class of leaders, there were nine women. And of those nine women, three were graduates of our Women and Children Succeeding program. But more impressive than that, all three of these women came into our program homeless mm. and now are recognized as top leaders in the community. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's great. One thing that uh, spurred a question when you were, when you were talking is that 
to me, so your organization, to, this is a comment slash question, would your organization exist if people did not give to it? No. We're okay. a private nonprofit. Okay. And without the community support, and I think, um, Tim, that's what we're learning. Um, we received a lot of grant and foundation support over the years. Those dollars are not as available as they used to be. We went from about a $700,000 um, line item from our grants and foundations to 415000 mm. So that's really, you know, shrinking. So it's so important that we are now connecting with corporations and that we're now connecting with individuals that can give to us. Mm -hmm. And the investment for um, companies is so important, small businesses like yourself, because we have a, a education and training component, workforce development. We're teaching those soft skills that when I talk to folks like yourself, they'll say, you know, send me somebody that knows they need to be at work on time, they can get along with their coworkers, and I can train them to do the work mm -hmm. that we have. So an investment in an organization like AIM is an investment in the future mm -hmm. for everybody. So it's not a, a gift, it is an investment. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think, I think that is very key, and I think that's the way you know, we look at it because I think we're building the future, and I think we are blessed, I am super blessed to get to, seat in the, to get to sit in the seat that I do and to be able to connect with people. And at the end of the day, I think that uh, not only is important that leaders are givers, but that we connect with what we believe in. Exactly. You know, so I think that the connection is just as important. I think that the, the success stories, and Christy, I've known, you and I have known each other for a long time, and to see in 2011, to see the Women's in Succeeding programs, I think I said that right. You said it right. Okay. Is that, you know, and to, and to remember the house, you know, that that was uh, purchased and was remodeled and the, the deck that was put on and the, the things that, that gave people uh, an, an area to, to learn and grow and now to see the 20 under 40 and some of those uh, people, I, I know a few of those that you're talking about. Yes. I think that is really, really important. So hey, my next question is, why is it important for leaders to give back? Um, We're investing in the future, like you say, and uh, you know, too much is given, much is expected. Mm -hmm. Biblically, mm -hmm. it's important for us, and not just for folks who are very wealthy or who have a lot, but everybody's given gifts, and everybody can give, regardless of what your statue is in the community, um, whether it's time, whether it's financial resources, uh, whether it's just praying for an organization that you believe in in the community. You know, most all of us come from a point of privilege. Mm. And I think it's so important that we realize um, that point of privilege we come from and that not all people come from that privilege. And so by giving, we are leveling the playing field for all people to have the same opportunities, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. I think that is uh, very important. Hey, so just a simple question. So why give? Well, if you don't give, uh, programs like AIM won't exist. Mm -hmm. And um, I think people would much prefer to give to organizations in their local community um, that they can hold accountable instead of tax dollars taking care of people. Um, come on, let's face it, we're, we're not going to let children go hungry. We're just too humane a society. I mean, you can see that from what we do overseas and when we reach out to people overseas. We're not going to let that happen. But I think if people will 
select organizations that they believe in and, and are part of their core value and support those organizations so those organizations can do the work. Let's face it, we do it much more effectively and efficiently than the government does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I say that you know, from, from being an outside person that, that sees what AIM does, you do more with a dollar than anybody I know. Well, thank you. I mean, we really, try to. I mean, I mean, really and truly, that's good. So, hey, another question that spurred uh, when you were when, another question that came when when uh, when you were talking there is okay. We've got our listeners that uh, that are, they're buying in that you know what? Yeah, I wanna I wanna give back. I wanna get involved. What would you recommend to someone that right now may not be connected in their community, may not be giving to to any organizations, how would you recommend they get started? Well, GuideStar is a great way to do a little research uh, in your community and find organizations that um, that you feel good about giving to. Like you say, uh, we get the most out of every dollar, and we do that because we have such a huge volunteer course. We have over 500 active volunteers, um, so we're good stewards of the money. Mm -hmm. But if you want to find an organization in your community, um, GuideStar, and it can tell you, you know, what the organization's doing, what the programs are, uh, what the impact that organization's having. Mm -hmm. I think that um, this is another question slash comment. So to me, I didn't know what AIM was about until I met you and you toured me and took me around to what you did to get a first-hand glimpse of what your of what your organization is about and we believe in it and I do mm -hmm. even and, and and we believe in it even to this day you know that right and I think that so if someone's in whatever town they're in in America or wherever they're listening to in the world to go if they find some interest in something to go meet the one of the leadership team or an executive director or whatever mm -hmm. it may be to, to be able to go and touch and feel and see the things they're doing. To me, I think that is so vitally important. Anything you want to speak into that? Exactly. I, I think that, especially when people give, I'm amazed at the people that give to us, and I've invited them and invited them, come to a tour. I want to show you what you're investing in. Um, so, it's so that's such a great point of entry for folks to determine how else can I support this ministry? Do I want to be more deeply involved in this ministry or maybe this isn't my fit let me mm -hmm. look for something else so I think going there and and actually seeing it and talking with the leadership will give you that idea if this is the place for you mm -hmm. you know and, and, and an idea or two for our listeners is that maybe you've had something maybe you've had a family member that had hospice care. Mm -hmm. Maybe there, and you've got a connection, so you may want to you may want to go find out what your local hospice care center is about. You know, you may have you may have a heart for children to not be hungry. Right. You know, you may have a heart for people to make sure that their power bills are paid. Mm -hmm. There's, and I know AIM has many, many, many programs, but to, I think to, you know, pray about it and think about it and let your heart lead you to go get connected. Would you agree with that? Find your passion. And give to your passion, yep. whatever that passion is. You know, um, I agree. And one thing that our listeners, I hope that they know, and Christy, I know you well enough, There's, uh, you have a lot of passion. I do. And I know you believe what you I know that I do. Passion is something that, in my opinion, it you either have it or you don't. It can't be fake because people will see right yeah. through you. And, you know, Tim, I've always heard um, at every training I've ever been to, the reason people don't give, the number one reason people don't give is because they're not asked. 
And so I would encourage you as business owners and leaders, if you don't do an employee campaign where you allow your employees to give, I encourage you to consider that. Mm. You know, because um, for many of the companies in Anderson, South Carolina, after 28 years of service in this community, there's probably only less than three degrees of separation between AIM and that employee. Either mm -hmm. they've been helped, a family member's been helped, or a co-worker's been helped. And so if you give your employees an opportunity to give, whether it's to an AIM or to a hospice or to, you know, I think that's so important for companies because that sets that sets the benchmark for them. They see you as a leader and they know giving is important to you and this is their opportunity to, get, to give regardless of how much money they make. Mm -hmm. You know, because if everybody gave a dollar, my, my thing has always been if every Sunday school class in Anderson, South Carolina gave $10 a month to AIM, wow. What an impact. Wow. You know, and I go back to what I said earlier, you do more with a dollar than anybody I know. So I think that's, just think if, if every Sunday school class or every organization gave $10 a month, what exactly. the, the difference that could be in any, in any city or town throughout, throughout the world. Right. So sometimes, I'm sorry, sometimes people think that if they can't write a check for $100 or more, what's the use? Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes if you can encourage people to say, I'm going to make a commitment to give $25 a month to my favorite organization because I believe in giving. Mm -hmm. And you know, then you don't miss it. You know, it, it just automatically builds and, yeah. and, and it's like, wow, you know, I didn't go out to lunch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, my, my last question is uh, leave us with one piece of advice on giving or maybe in general, or maybe something that we've talked about today. Well, you can't outgive God. Hmm. And when you give, the return on that investment, because he blesses you abundantly, um, more than you could ever think about. Yep. Uh, I could not agree with you more. You know, so that's great. So, hey, Christy, I want to thank you for uh, hanging out with us today and talking about a very important topic. Hopefully our listeners can lean in and get passionate and excited about something in their community and go out and make a difference in their city, town, and world. So exactly. thanks for being with us. Thank you, Tim. Yep. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, thanks for being with us. Take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.